we go to Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of this program. Lawyer Up is the segment. She goes inside at least three legal cases and solves them all uh, in a matter of minutes. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing well. I find this one interesting also. And I know Dave and I are going to be at odds on this because when I teased this 30 minutes ago, I said the story and Dave went, that's right. But I'm completely on this couple's side. I believe in this. I didn't hear the whole story. I just heard your little tease. Well, basically. That's so not uh, fair. No, that's basically it. There's this the couple named uh, Doug and Deidre Simmons from Chicago had a destination wedding to Jamaica and invited all their guests, of course, to go to the wedding. They're in their early 40s. And several people RSVP'd. Christian's saying second marriage. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That may be a, probably a second marriage. All right. But they go to Jamaica, destination wedding. You know, yeah. It screams. We're getting married. Do you know how big the guest list was, Kelly? I'm not sure of how big. That's a good question. But they went to Jamaica, and uh, folks RSVP'd who didn't show up. And when they were in Jamaica, of course, they had to have meals prepared and all this. You know, for the for the people there, it's $120 a head. So when a couple didn't show up, if they RSVP'd they were coming and then didn't, they're charging them $240 per couple because of the wasted money. And we've heard of this kind of thing before. And I'm completely for this because I think you owe it to them to go if you RSVP. Yes, because it's money. It costs money to put this on. You can say no. You don't have to go to the wedding. But you do owe it to them. I think it costs them money unnecessarily, and I do think they should have to pay. The question is, a lot of people online said this is petty. You're, right. you're being very, very petty about this. But I'm petty. That's okay. a fact. All and right. you're That's driven true. only by money. And I'm driven by money. Okay, I'm driven. And you're proud of it, right? Tell me you're proud of it. I'm, pr- I'm petty and proud. <laughs> That's his vice. Yep. And I'm driven by money. That's right. <laughs> and uh, the wife, Deidre, put on Facebook, when I saw these people RSVPing and then not showing up, it, quote, made me feel some kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me feel some kind of way. I can tell. I'm with her. I am absolutely with her on this. To me, it's like it's the it's the most rude thing you can do to say I'm coming and then not show up, or I'm not coming and then show up. Now we had that at our wedding. You know, we, we had people who didn't respond and then showed up. In fact, my cousin showed up with her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> Brought extras. Yeah. Brought extras, and the boyfriend who was all of twenty caught the garter. Or no, excuse me, caught the, uh, no, caught the garter, garter. caught the garter. And since then, of course, they've broken up. I never saw him again. I saw him on my wedding day. He's in all the photos. Yeah, it's in a chopped uh, Honda Civic. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's actually, Lisa, I don't know if you know this, but it's hanging from the rearview mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rear mirror of a chopped Honda Civic. It's his story. He never gonna believe who this belongs to. <laughs> Took it straight off her naked leg. That guy on the radio. <laughs> no, seriously. My wife is so mad about this. Biggie many years has said in his dorm room it's draped over like a neon sign. <laughs> yeah, but but he's never deer antlers. Yeah, yeah, as he's you know yeah. having sex with his girlfriend yeah. over a bar. To, yep. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's not a dorm room. Is <laughs> that a bar of topsail? Yeah. <laughs> that's my wife. Garter. You removed that with your teeth. I removed that with my teeth. That's my wife's garter. And you know the only reason he caught it is because he's younger than everybody. He's 20. He's like, he's fit. Got it. And drunk. He was in great shape. And he was in khaki shorts and flip flops. And my wife had it out for him from the moment she saw him. And he's in all the pictures. (laughs) She hates him. His family, get in here. Come on, Todd. Listen, she's petty as I am. (laughs) Well, that's true. They're going to be together forever. So I am for this couple charging their no-shows do they have a legal right to demand this money lisa lanier 
No, they do not. Uh, Absolutely not. No, no, no. Uh, No, this is, you know, you remember when George Bush said there was no quid pro quo? Well, there's no quid pro quo here. There's uh, no bargain for exchange, no mutual promises, no exchange of contingent conditions, all of those things that are prerequisites to a contract. This is simply an invitation that you accepted, but there's no, no enforcing it whatsoever. I mean, it's rude. You're absolutely right. Rude, but not legally actionable. Mm, that's unfortunate. And what are what are they out? Just the, like two meals, like a like maybe a couple meals. Yeah, it's, well, you have the a, reception dinner, probably. Yeah, the reception and, dinner, and maybe was that it? Well, maybe. I don't think they pay. I, I bet the couple themselves would have to pay for the flight and the hotel. Absolutely, sure. sure. But yeah. I, but it's basically the meal. I mean, it's one hundred twenty dollars like, a head, and that's what it costs. And so if you know, four couples don't show up. That's two hundred and forty dollars each couple. So you're out a thousand dollars, and so they want that can that happen money. whether it's destination oh, wedding yeah. or not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. For sure, I've heard of other people doing this for a non-destination wedding, and so we had to scramble and get an extra meal for the kid that came. Oh yeah, but the yeah. caterers are. I mean, they're usually they did prepared it. for. They stuff did it. Like they, they did four or five extra meals just in case. And that's that's. What I bet we did. most of the time it's people who say they're coming and don't and don't. That's yeah, you got extra. I think yeah. that's way more likely. I do too. And so if you pay for 10 extra meals at $120 each and those people don't show up, I say, you know what? Yeah. But that's the cost of putting on a wedding. Well, my money. It is a business. It is. But it it shouldn't be. Look, you could RSVP no. When you said yes, that's that meal. Things come up. Things come up. People get sick. They do, but you got to pay. You got to pay for it. Not a contract. What did you serve at your wedding? (laughs) At our wedding, we had a peanut satay. We had uh, melon. Last time he's had it. We had... <laughs> Isn't that a chair? No, that's a settee. Oh, a uh, yeah, satay. Okay. We had melon wrapped prosciutto. Delicious. Oh, prosciutto. Yeah, that was delightful. Good. It was good. We had a nice. It was so good. you're up to six bucks. This was basically exactly what this was: one hundred twenty-five dollars a plate. And the you know when people don't show, you're like, okay, wait a minute. Okay. I wonder what that kid thought. I bet he didn't know what any of it was. No, man, yeah. like it's serving balls at this way. <laughs> he don't no, know. It's, it's a melon ball wrapped in prosciutto. Prosciutto, that was good. He was yeah. flicking cigarette butts into the pond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't remember the wedding. <laughs> now. Now, of course not. Oh, I know Peanut Satay. She uh, works over there. Uh, she's a <laughs> short girl. I used to date her. That's right. We had a lot of heavy Before order. This that's, right, that's right. <laughs> shrimp. A lot of shrimp in that mm-hmm. wedding. Oh, there's. A, is there another way to do it? I mean, if you don't want to be out the cash, because it's going to happen at every wedding forever. I'd put it on the invitation. If you RSVP and don't show up, <laughs> this, this is, is a contract. This is the cost. This is the contract. If you are, because you're signing your name to this contract, if you RSVP and don't show up, nobody's going to go to your wedding. You are out $125. Well, I don't think so. 99% of people show up. I mean, you know, you know, but you just know you got to pay for it. I am completely with this couple. Legally, they have no leg to stand on. None whatsoever. Not a, not a one. Okay. Uh, does this man, his name is Andrew Schober. He is all oh, in. Very quickly, just to go back to the, is it Deidre and Doug? Yes. Are you never going to speak with that the people who stiffed you? Absolutely again? not. No. Are they dead to you? I, I, yeah, dead to me. Now, if they had a great excuse. COVID, kids. Right, fine, but you got to pay up. If they paid me, I'd be fine. I'd be okay with it, but Chintzy. and <laughs> I might have to ex- examine their excuse. I mean, you know, I just think it's rude. I think it's the height of rudeness, and it costs me money. Both are tacky. Yeah, it's tacky. No, both are tacky. Them saying yes, we'll be there, and they don't come, it's mm-hmm. tacky. Mm-hmm. And you going to investigate while they're not mm-hmm. there is tacky too. But necessary. <laughs> they may be on a budget. I think there was some risk. There was some risk in having a destination wedding in a pandemic. Yes, I mean that was. 
Okay. She speaks truth. Might that's be a little fair. different. The, the, the smartest time. person in the room has spoken. That's that's fair enough. You're right, and you are the smartest person in the room. I far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. you can combine the four of us. Still wouldn't be. I, I, I almost took the LSAT. I do want that on the record. Uh, but, yeah, destination – I would, and during a pandemic, all of those things would factor in for me. But if it's a regular wedding during a regular time, and you don't show up, mm. Mm. no, sir. All right, all peanut satay. <laughs> that was really good. That peanut satay was excellent. I know what you said. I had that in the room that night. <laughs> Is that a sauce? Yes, it's a peanut sauce on a... Uh, What'd you put it on? You don't want to you- know. <laughs> <laughs> he made his own garter. <laughs> But she put it on. <laughs> Woo, man, I hadn't had that set in a long time. Yeah, oh, good stuff. We need to do that for our 20th anniversary. That's coming up. Uh, also, got into this yesterday, and I'm interested in this. Eight states, Arizona, Georgia, Connecticut, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah, are going to allow you to have your driver's license be part of your Apple Watch or your iPhone. So if a police officer, for instance, pulled you over, you could pull it up on the phone. He has all the information there. But our question was, if a cop pulls you over and you give him your phone to access the license, can he thumb through everything else on the phone? What if he happens to see something on there, some illegal activity? You smoking a blunt or uh, snorting some coke, you know, or kitty porn or something like that. What do you think about this, Lisa? Can he then make an arrest? So the officer cannot scroll through your phone, but if something pops up mm-hmm. while he's standing there holding the phone, that's different. Because I think uh, you would apply the plain view doctrine. Mm-hmm. And the, under the plain view doctrine, like if an officer comes to your front door, you open the door, you're chatting, the officer sees in the background that there is something illegal. Mm-hmm. And you've opened the door and you've given permission for the officer to look in. That's plain view. Anything that's in plain sight, they can arrest you for, and that's perfectly reasonable search and seizure. They cannot go and kind of pilfer around in your house just because you open the door. And same thing, I think, would apply to your phone. Like, if you hand the officer your phone, the officer can't flip through and look for stuff. But if you are dumb enough to have something pop up, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, how, especially on an iPhone, you, know, you get this little preview thing of the message. Yep. And if it's something that's obviously illegal... I think that would fall under the plain view doctrine and there would not be any kind of Fourth Amendment violation. Dave, change your screensaver, too. So if if I hand the officer my phone and while he's looking at it, somebody, unbeknownst to me, texts me and says, Got your weed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What what about that? I'm waiting. You know what I would say there? I would would say it's weed killer. Uh I'm I'm a gardener. I'm a a gardener. Would that be considered something he could then investigate if I got a message say, Hey, your stash of weed just came in? Yeah, absolutely. Or even worse, like, you know, if I, like somebody sends you like child pornography or something, a picture Ooh. pops up, man, you're in trouble. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, then in that case, you know, if I were into these things, I probably yeah. would just keep it on my. That's buyer beware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're going to do go that. for the hard copy. But yeah, you, if you're into that kind of stuff, just keep, stick with the hard. You know, stick with the actual driver's license. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. But like when I was in, I remember when I was in my 20s, a guy wrote me a check one time for something, video games. And in the memo line, he put weed. Oh yeah. So then, I, if I take oh, it, oh, yeah. you know, I take it to the bank, and it says weed on there. And he's like, do that all the time. Oh, I know. That's. I was very it's fun when he did that. And I look over their glasses at you, like, mm-hmm. I found no, 
I did not find that to be fun. It made it fun. You get your cancel checks back. You say, I remember that. I wrote yeah, I wrote weed on it and all that. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Didn't yeah. care for that one bit. But then again, I don't like fun, and I judge people. He does people. like weed. <laughs> <laughs> fact, fact. 